A very happy Friday to everybody. 401 Your Start Time here on Friday, February 28th. We close up the month of February with a beautiful day in Cache Valley. But according to Weather Report, Mr. Franson, it's supposed to get ugly on Saturday. Or is it Sunday? I think it's Sunday. Sunday? Storm's coming in. I got to go back to India, dude. Regular good weather every day. You knew what to expect. You knew what to expect in India. Which part? Where I was from. Which part is that? Calcutta. I was hanging Isn't out. It usually pretty hot there. I was hanging it? out. I was hanging out in Mama T's orphanage for a while. Mm. Before someone decided to take me and bring me over here to a cold winter wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds horrible. Oh, my mom's not listening <laughs> right like, now. It was her birthday really yesterday. Bad. Come on. <laughs> hey, how was your birthday? Uh, it was busy. <laughs> More work than I probably wanted on my birthday. Hey, so I it did. It happens. So I did get you a gift. Because I didn't forget it was your birthday. Whatever you throw anything. No, that's no. Nice in the okay, garbage. stop. Okay, okay. Freaking little sissy. All right, I got you a gift, and I want to present it to you because I feel like it's something you deserve. I know you like to eat, okay? And I'm not going to give you something to Javier's, which is closed down, <laughs> okay? Because I'm not. And then follow, Who would do that? And then follow me to the restaurant, and then laugh at me as I get out of my car and realize that it, the freaking thing's closed. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. That'd be a fun prank. I got you an Olive Garden gift card. As <laughs> no, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, that yes. is yours. No, that is yours. I gave that. No, I. That was I to go to bought you. this no, for you. you. Did not yes, buy I did. That. When I was out and about getting. That looks like the exact the- same card I gave no, to you. No, this is a different today. card. What do you, do you memorize the freaking serial number on the back? I did. No, you didn't. What was the first? What was the last four numbers? Zero three four one. Uh, yeah. In what planet? <laughs> this is my gift to you. Okay, so take this with a load of thanks, and do not speak any more unkindly of me. You're welcome, Audrey. Thanks for no, my you really not no. It's my pleasure. It really is, Eric. But you, that was, that was just so thoughtful. I know it was thoughtful of me. Okay, is it is it only twenty five bucks? Yes, it's only twenty five bucks, Eric. I'm sorry, I couldn't get you fifty. My bad. I really wanted a fifty dollar. I know you did, Eric, and I didn't have time, and I'm sorry. Stop. You, you realize we have a shortened show today. And we have a lot to get through. Okay. Well, I'm just trying to, you know, s- sassify the... Oh, hey, speaking of which, I've got something for you. I've got one more thing for you. You're going to love this, okay? This is actually courtesy uh, of me, if I can find this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Where is it? Uh, yes, there it is. Okay. You ready? One. What's the matter? It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday is forever. We belong together. So come on, come on. And don't you say never.
A very happy Friday to you one and all. Now, Eric, today is, what's the date? February 20... 28. There you go. And in doing so, we've had the pleasure and honor of having Adam and Gabby, the interns, over with us, helping us out doing your job and helping me out with mine. So, uh, in turn, uh, we have with us our wonderful leader in the war, in the battle. Will Philry is here with us, uh, program director of this very station, who brought this whole thing together. This whole thing, the station, the program itself is is, is all Will. And so Will is uh, going to present a few gifts. Will, I'm, I'm going to turn the mic over to you. Uh, we got this mic right here. It's on for you. Go ahead. All right. So we realized that both Abby, Adam, and Gabby put up with a lot. And so... She's talking about you, Eric. <laughs> talking about probably you, the dude. understatement. <laughs> so last two so we wanted to do a little something special. <laughs> and, then, and then all of a sudden I realized as I was getting the cake that Yesterday was Eric's birthday. We never even got him a cake. <laughs> <laughs> I never even get a cake either, so I don't even so, want to hear this. So this is actually, I guess, a pretty big deal <laughs> because we don't even get him cake. <laughs> no. <laughs> but we did bring cake for you guys because uh, we just wanted to say thank you for everything that you guys have done. And so that looks delicious. Got, well, how uh, would you? What, what kind of cake is that? It's got like layers. It's it, for Adam and Gabby. Calm it, the fetch down. It says uh, Cherry Boston. And uh, it was just in tribute of the New England Patriots. The one that looked the best when, as soon as I grabbed it, and so (laughs) it uh, it does kind of have the uh, Kansas City Chiefs colors. So maybe Mm. uh, maybe we were going throw that in the face of Eric. Then, but we realized that that's that's really nothing that great. So Adam's going to hate this, by the way. (laughs) This one, I, I knew Adam ever since he interviewed with us a couple year uh, months ago. I knew he was a, a big Utah Jazz fan. So we have some connections at the Utah Jazz, and uh, we let them know about our interns. And so they sent to us, for each of you, an autographed basketball from this year's team. We wanted to give to oh both of you. And, wow. uh, and thank you. Is that really from the team, you... or was that like Ajay yeah. scribbling on a basketball? Dude, I can't even forge it that <laughs> he well. He can't even scribble <laughs> that's that That's like, good. I can forge my mom's signature, but that's good. So, wanted to tell both of you thanks, and uh, enjoy the cake. Thanks again for all you do, and we look forward to, to having you continue to work with us, but uh, but we realize that you've done a lot of things, and uh, and all you've gotten was just a, hey, thanks a lot. And so, we wanted that's to do something a little to. more than that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Uh, let's, uh, let's awesome. tell a speech, 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 speech. We got to start with, uh, Gabby, the ladies first. Yeah. So here's, so here's the thing is, is we, we were mean and we told them, Hey, we got to have you come in and work on some programming things, learn some imaging. I was like, I need you here. And Gabby gave me this look of like, what time do I have to come in? And I'm like, three 30. How long am I staying? Four 30. Oh, okay. I'll do it. Fine. That, that, that's kosher. So I lied to Gabby, and Gabby, I apologize. But uh, Gabby, give us uh, so, what? You- well, uh, first of all, I hate to break it to you, but I kind of figured out something was going on. How? You, you're not a very good liar. How? <laughs> Ajay doesn't have my a mom would disagree with me. You, you talk a little bit faster when you lie. What are you, a poker player? Stop. No, it. no, because there's there's a conversation that I knew you were lying about to Adam. Because you were trying to help me out, but 
You were lying, so I figured out your lying thing. So on <laughs> figured Wednesday, out your tell. Wednesday, <laughs> I figured it out. I did, but that's okay. I I didn't know what was going on, but I appreciate it. It's a great speech. Well, uh, was well, I actually supposed to give a speech? Yeah, no, that was great. What? Yes. You called AJ out. To I me, did. that is a that's I, a great <laughs> speech. <laughs> no, it, we appreciate what you've done. Game time with Gabby's been a lot of fun. Oh, it's been a hit on the show too. Holy cow! It's been a lot of fun. AJ, how did you not know that? Cra- okay, calm down there, Mark. I don't know hockey players from the 1980s. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's kind of the point of the game, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That yeah. is true. But no. some of the things you guys know, I don't know why in the world you would know it. So. She's talking Good about me. Good on you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the great the, that hockey player Craig. Yeah. That hockey award. Yeah. I don't even remember what it's called anymore. I mean, me neither. Um, <laughs> I got it right. <laughs> Gabby, thank you so much for what you've done for us. Uh, we appreciate you greatly. Uh, and now it's uh, it's Adam the intern. Time to step up here, Adam. Yeah. We already hear from you enough, but we're gonna hear from you some more. <laughs> so uh, throw on that headset and. Uh, uh, well, Adam, for you, what has the experience been like? Have you enjoyed it? Have you hated it? Let's have some Dr. Feel Honesty radio here. What's, uh, what, what's it been like? Uh, Coming into it. Great I... talk. All right. Well, we will move. No, <laughs> all Sorry. right. All right. That was fun. That was uh, um, I guess coming into it and sitting in on the show for like, I don't know, like it was the first couple of times. I was I was kind of I was kind of bummed because I thought like I had built up this expectation of what radio was like. Right. But then when I actually like got into it and you showed me how to work the board and things like that, it became fun. And I really like it. And I, I don't know. I feel like we're friends now. Can we say we're friends? Wait, it take is giving you a jazz autograph basketball to finally play with <laughs> I mean, that helps. What like, the fuck is going on here? I'm Friendship not going to put this down for like 24 hours, all right? This is not leaving my hands for 24 He's hours. He's going to sleep with it tonight. I might, it's honestly. It's going to be like his new teddy bear. This is going to be fantastic. going to replace Roxy. Oh, poor Roxy. It's fine. Anyways, but it's been fun. I really have enjoyed it, and learning, it's been fun. Can't wait to keep doing it. Well, you've killed it, man. I mean, like, I think Eric and I have talked about it at nauseum about you, too. You know, your desire to want to be in radio and your great personalities and what you bring to the show, it, it, it's good because people kind of get bored with Eric and I pretty quickly. And Heck, so I get bored with with yourself, yes, I. we know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but like really, like people are like, man, I'm just sick of hearing Eric and Audrey all the time. And so, like when game time, Gabby comes through, or when it's pick six, or when Adam's able to jump on with us uh, and share his thoughts on jazz basketball, it uh, it adds a little bit more mixture to the radio, and that's something that we appreciate. So, to from us and Cash Valley Media Group to you guys, thank you, thank you, thank you. It has been an honor. Yeah, and, and we're always interested in uh, in providing opportunities for young people, particularly to get get introduced to the world of broadcasting uh, because uh, it, it, it is a fun industry and there is a lot that's to it. More goes on behind the scenes than most people realize, but um, we're more than happy to, to share our experiences with younger people and give them the chance to kind of get their feet wet, see what it's all about. So you guys have been great. You've been great helps to us. So it, it, sometimes there have been times in the past when – uh, certain organizations have approached me about internships and it just turns out to be a high school person that just sits in a corner and stares at me while I do my job and they just don't have any initiative or don't ask about what they can do to help. And so, you know, that kind of puts a sour taste on yeah. wanted to do more internships in the future, but you guys have been great. Uh, appreciate the, the schools that have reached that reached out to us, Ridgeline and Skyview, it's good programs that they have out there, uh, and uh, they do a great job of 
it's giving you guys an expectation of what what you might be walking into. So, yeah. So again, thank you so much. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, and uh, your guests are sticking around, from what we've been told or heard or from you guys. I mean, you- if you're gonna let us, we'll love to stick around. Yeah, they're sticking around. Eric Eric can't do his job by himself. He's going to need help, Adam and Gabby. So. Yeah, Gabby, Who's going to do him. my research? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> hey, Ajay, I didn't hear a chance to. Don't worry, Gabby's got a free. Here's the here's the It's 3.55. Uh, hey, Ajay, we got a show. Hey, we got a show today. Yeah, I know. Me and Gabby have been doing research. Well, Ajay, you've been watching The Office, but I've been doing research. Great point, Gabby. So, yeah, that's usually how it goes. The conversation usually ends up that way. Something like that. Uh, Let's take a break. Uh, We actually have a shortened show to everybody. 540 will we be back as we take Skyview basketball here on the airwaves. John Newble will be on the call. Big one tonight. Skyview in the state semifinal looking for another back-to-back state championship appearance. Update on high school basketball. Green Canyon was in the semifinals earlier (gasps) today. Taking on Cedar. We beat them. One of the best teams in girls basketball. I like this lead up. But they didn't win. Fetch! They made a close game of it. They hung in there. But in the end, Cedar 68, Green Canyon 61. Oh, game they made a final game of it. Oof. Not too long ago. So okay. it, it's been kind of a rough uh, 24 hours for Region 11 yeah, teams. Yeah, Ridgeline boys get knocked out. Ridgeline girls get finished off late last night. Green Canyon girls, again, against a really – I watched that Cedar team last year. They returned everybody coming back loaded, absolutely loaded with talent. So, gosh dang it, that's too bad. So, yep. Skyview boys tonight, they'll take over about, we think, 540, approximately, uh, depending on if the game before them goes any longer. Uh, John Newble will be on the call tonight. You do not want to miss that game. He'll be on this very station, 106 on FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. No, Adam, I, I want you to feed me. Oh, do you? Yes, I want you to feed me. Like, take that for it, okay? This is part of your internship. I remember in the in the instructions, you will do certain things that might seem Research, degrading, but that will be really actually character building, like feeding. Post podcasts. That cake looks really good. I'm and so feed Ajay cake. I'm supposed to go to dinner. It's in the fine <laughs> fine print. It's fine print. It's in ink. As Eric likes to say. Hey, a full court press here on a Friday afternoon, 418 your time on a February 28th. Beautiful day outside. Hope you're enjoying it as much as we have. Uh, a lot to get through today in a very shortened show. Remember, Skyview Basketball on at 540. We will get off the air and make room for the great John Newbold as a Skyview Bobcast look for back-to-back state championship appearances. If they can get through another tough one tonight, Eric, it's a really tough one with Desert Hills. Then the other side of the bracket, that Dixie team, boy, they look good. Well, really, first of all, a rough, like we said, a rough couple out, 24 hours oh per Region 11. Uh, there were three boys teams and three girls teams in the hunt. Some of those were playing up. Uh, they had some better competition that they were facing, but others, they should have been the favorites going into the game. Poor Ridgeline, boys and girls, upset in both of their games. Surprising upsets there. Uh, Green Canyon lose won last night in the girls, but then lost today. Uh, Logan and uh, uh, was another team that uh, that lost in the girls yeah. uh, yesterday. But you know what? They actually gave Cedar that that score doesn't indicate how much how hard Logan competed. Right. That I was going to say that was a game that was that was competitive. That was close for the Grizzlies. That they were able to do what they did do. Uh, certainly, ne- they need to be applauded for that. Green Canyon kind of struggled in their game for the boys. Uh, Skyview struggled in their game, but they were able to put it together. A lot of help from. 
fringe guys. I don't want to call them fringe guys, but more like bench players, non-stars, if that's maybe the better way to describe that, and uh, really a surprising loss for Ridgeline. So of the six teams that were in action yesterday, two of them won, and in two games going today with the Region 11 teams involved, one of them has already lost. So it's all on Skyview, boys basketball, to see if they can continue to carry the Region 11 banner in these 4A basketball playoffs. Uh, really quickly, we want to tease this, and we'll do it towards the end of the show here today. We have our Friday Five Best. Now, throughout the past few weeks, or a couple weeks, and throughout the past three to four weeks, it's really been dedicated to Aggie basketball. When we do our interviews with some of the great players, Coach Morrow, and so on and so forth. And then we said, you know what, let's do our Five Best Aggie Guards. Then we said, hold on, this was great reaction, let's go to Five Aggie, uh, five Best Aggie Big, big Men. Man. In basketball history. Now, we conclude the regular season well, for the Utah State Aggies 2020 basketball team with this Friday Five Best. We want you to text in or tweet at Eric Franson. Eric's got some great responses already. At E. Franson, I'm at Augie Salvi. You can text into the show at 435 339 435-339-0321. Uh, message and data rates apply as per your contract. Who is... Your five starting lineup in Aggie men's basketball history. Give me your top starting five. If you need one NCAA tournament win, who's your starting five? Uh, I think my starting five is going to get multiple NCAA wins. But it, it's across all eras. And it would be interesting to see when you and I do this. Um, do you look at uh, multiple guards beyond just the normal two? Do you look at multiple forwards beyond the normal two? Uh, do you look at who was the best at their position for how they fit as a team or how they fit as a multidimensional type of player? This is going to be fun to yeah, go through this. This is so going to be awesome. Point guard to center. Yeah. Your starting five. Give me your starting five to get you what's NCAA tournament win. Of USU basketball. Of USU basketball history. It's a rank from any era. I mean, you can take Wayne Estes to Namias Keta on the same team if you want. 435 339 0321. Your starting five. In Aggie men's basketball history, four three five three three nine zero three two one. Eric, yeah, not the starting five as a unit that played together, though. Certainly, you could say that was the the best starting five if sure. you wanted, but it, it could be across any era. So you have five starters. Who are the five best in Utah State history you, you'll put out there? We'll release our list list around about five twenty five twenty five give or take. So just prepare for that. Four three five three three nine zero three two one or at E France and he's already got some great responses. I can't wait to hear those or at AJ Sally here on uh, social media keyword Twitter. Uh, Eric, uh, before we get to some Aggie basketball, they get ready for the new like <laughs> New Mexico Lobos coming up uh, this uh, tomorrow night at the pit. Uh, you'll hear from Craig Smith, um, and as he answers questions from two guys. I didn't get to ask any questions because those two guys haggled all the time. And then all of a sudden, Kyle Cottom's like, all right, we're good. You just speak up? Just hey, like raise dude, your I, hand? I can't interrupt Al Lewis. Stick your hand you know, out? Imagine like, how that goes. Hey, Al, will you shut up for just a – I know you're a Hall oh, of Famer in radio broadcasting. That's true. But you should step aside no. for the Black Mamba. Brand no, Mamba. you let Al speak. Okay. 
Step aside. If it's anyone other than Al, then you can insert yourself. Step aside. But Dr. you let the Mamba. Hall of Famer do his thing. There's a reason why he's in the Hall of Fame. Okay, well, you know what? I'm actually going to be an, uh, a candidate next year, they think. From. Wait, are you going to retire? But you don't need to be retired. To be in the Hall of Fame. Wait, I thought that was a requirement for like all. No, Hall Phil of Jackson's not. Re- Phil Jackson didn't retire. He made the Hall of Fame. Who's he? Yeah, he made. Who? Wait, who's he? <laughs> Shut the fuck <laughs> off. You know, we we hook him up with some cool gifts, and this is how he treats me. Now they're emboldened. We gave him some cake, <laughs> and now they feel like they can say what they want. I'm like, hey, Gabby, you're going to be doing this. You know what? No, I'm not going to. I'm going to be doing this today. I know you're telling. Okay? I know when you're lying. I've got, I <laughs> I missed The Bachelor yesterday, so I'm going to watch you. Okay, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> uh, Eric, Utah Jazz, uh, get ready for a big one tonight, or yeah, tonight versus the Washington Wiz. You know, but you know what's so disgusting? This shouldn't be a big one. This I should know. be I know. an automatic... Yep. Jazz by 12. You're right. Um, Everybody goes into it expecting to watch a Jazz victory and taking care of a lower-ranked team that's not a a 500 team. Uh, Though, as bad as they are, they're still in the playoff hunt in the East. That just tells you how bad the bottom of the East is. But they're currently ninth place, I believe. Yeah. They're 21 and 36, and they're in ninth place. But... Bradley Bill playing out of his mind lately, and that is just a recipe for disaster for the Utah Jazz right now. They're what we didn't talk at all about the Boston game last night. We had so many other things we wanted to get through, but what I'm seeing out of this Utah Jazz team is a lot of ISO, a lot of hero ball. The ball's not flying around, people sharing it, and you were highly critical of Mike Connolly. That is not a Mike Connolly problem. It's a Jazz problem. Mike Conley's still part of that problem, though. They're not trusting each other. It's like everybody is out for themselves all of a sudden. No, do you you know what bothers me most is when we go back to that Boston game, we didn't have a chance to talk about the Boston Celtics uh, beating over the Utah Jazz at Vivian's Front Home Arena just a couple nights ago. Here in in one of the possessions going from right to left on your radio dial, uh, on the left side of the court, there's there's a screen and roll set by Gobert. 98.7% 98.7% of the time, that screen and roll results in Rudy Gobert taking one dribble and throwing it down with the right hand. Instead, the screen and roll, there's a screen, but the roll is ignored. The ball swung to the left corner and then back to the top of the key. Meanwhile, Marcus Smart, for whatever freaking reason, just ignores Gobert being in the key. Takes off like five feet to the le- uh, right corner and leaves Gobert. No one's even near him. Mitchell Conley and Bodjanovic all touch the ball and no one even gives Rudy a look. So then go back to the other side of the court on the ensuing position. Mike Conley is now matched up one-on-one with Jason Tatum on the left wing. And he kind of pulls out with two dribbles expecting Rudy Gobert to come and help on the ISO. What does Rudy Gobert do? He goes to the opposite side of the block on the free throw line and stands there and lets Mike Conley get burnt. He knows exactly what's supposed to happen. He knows exactly his position on the on the court in that spot. He ignores it because he's pissed about not getting the ball on the other side of the court. Yeah, I think so he's he just totally quits on out. the other side of the defensive side. This is the problem. It, it is, and when teams continue to go five out against Utah Jazz, how the Jazz continue to fail to take advantage of 
Rudy oh, Gobert in the middle, man. It blows my it's mind. It's incredible. And when they do try to get the ball down to him, it's picked off almost every time. It's like, how does this happen? Yeah. He's got like a foot size advantage over anybody else, and the Jazz can't get the ball to him down low and just eat their lunch. That That is a coaching problem. They're not practicing it enough to figure out how to attack small defenses when they have Rudy on the floor. That surprises me, and how they give up so many paint points. They're, this team has some real issues. I, I think they're they can be addressed. I don't think it's they need to do a roster overhaul to necessarily do it because we've seen them play well defensively. But I think that Boyan Bogdanovich needs more criticism than we've been giving him. Joe Ingles needs more criticism than we've been giving him. I think there is some issue with Donovan Mitchell taking so many shots. Because then everybody's just going to defer. They're going to lay back. Oh, Donovan wants to do it himself, so there you go. Go for it, buddy. So th- moving the ball around when everybody benefits, they've got to get back to that and have more urgency earlier in the shot clock to uh, attack the other team. They haven't been doing that. Looking at some stats here. By the way, these stats brought to you by Gabby, the intern. Helping me Did out. Did you say I, that just because she gave you a slice of cake? No, it's because I was actually watching the Academy Awards when Robin Williams won an award, and I got really fixated because then I watched Jack Nicholson win an Oscar, and then there was one about uh, Billy Crystal. So I just kept watching those, and I totally forgot that it was three forty in the afternoon that I had work to do. Uh, so Gabby, the intern, can I deduct that from your paycheck? No, because what are you doing over there at three fifty-five? You're vacuuming your freaking old giving desk. It a- you're sitting on the desk offering a full-time position to a new employee. So don't, don't tell me I'm slacking off. Uh, my biggest problem so far with Who this... Who likes sports? I may see what he, how it sounds. Talk show. <laughs> Sorry. Such a bully. <laughs> it's not true. Yes, it is. Uh, hey, here's my question for you. With, the, with this major struggle that Jazz are having... I mean, to score 102 points a game is great, but when you're getting up 131, whatever it is, it's bad. My question to you is, do you regret the Jazz not making a better move at free agency? Or not free agency, excuse me, the trade deadline. At at the trade deadline, things were great. Things were rosy. Things were clicking. And they saw, you could see the, the February that was coming, but... At that time, the Jazz were, had some great momentum on their side. Without Mike Conley, we, though. We can figure this Remember out. That. We're going to be all right. We're, we're climbing up. We're in the top tier in the Western Conference. We like what we've got. Yeah, maybe you know Ed Davis isn't really working out. Maybe we could move him. Maybe Mike, use Emmanuel Moutier. Maybe Mike Conley isn't working him out. out there. Maybe we could just cut him. But they really didn't have many options. They didn't have any draft picks anymore that they could use as, as uh, trade bait. Or leverage, mm-hmm. so they had limited options of what they could offer and who they could get. So I think they're just like, you know what, we like where we're at, we like how we're structured, and when Mike Connolly gets healthy and plays like we think Mike Connolly should, we're going to be even better. But it just hasn't worked out that way. Uh, yeah, no, and and that's a great point. I still wonder though if Mike Connolly needs to be coming off the bench and not starting. Still not comfortable with that decision. And I and I still think that there's unrest and that there's some bitter feelings right now within that locker room. I, I towards think they just Quinn or find, towards the players? 
I think they've just got to find the right combination. I think it's there. I think it's all there. So what is the they've right combination? The right you combination. tell me what the right combination is because they can't figure it out. And honestly, neither can I at this point. I I think, honestly, I think that uh, Joe Ingles as a starter makes more sense. I don't think he comes... For who, though? And I think having Royce come off the bench. Have him as your sixth man. Who's going to play defense? Because Mike Conley is like playing defense like he's on a walker. My grandpa, who has two limbs, legs, can play walker. better defense. That's how bad Mike Conley is. I'd rather give me Royce, Joe, Bardianovic, and Gobert and Mitchell. That gives you a little bit of length, a little bit of size, and great defense. No, you know what? I take that back. Rudy? At the, at the five. Then Joe? Then Royce? Donovan and Mike. So have Boyan come off the bench. Boyan plays defense. Well, <laughs> no, no. Uh, Actually, I take that I back. Yeah, coming to th- okay. So lately, defense. Uh, just, but, he, but he's a scorer. Everybody's talking about Mike Connolly, Royce O'Neal, Joe Ingles. Which of those three should be coming off the bench? Nobody's talking about Boyan. Tell me why then. No one's talking about Donovan. No one's talking about Rudy. I love Rudy's the bench. Off Donovan the too. I'm at it. Donovan, I still think he's a starter. Dynamic player, you got to keep him as a starter. Boyan has been wildly inconsistent the last six weeks. Why? Why aren't more people say you know, calling him out, trying to hold him more accountable? Like inconsistent as into what? His three point shot, his defense. Eric, he's shooting forty one percent from the field or from three. Not lately. Now look at his last couple of games, Ajay. I don't know if you have those. The last five games. Okay, yeah. Well, it's under. Oof. It's near thirty percent. Not good compared to what he's averaging. What is he shooting? But he's shooting forty-four percent from the field for the season so far. But yet, in his last three games right now, he's shooting close to thirty percent. So yeah, there is a major drop-off. But here's the difference between Bojan Bogdanovic and Mike Conley. Bogdanovic is a better defender than Mike Conley. Mike Conley continues to have turnover problems. Mike Conley continues to miss bunny shots. I, I, Boyan has turnover problems. Not as if he much puts as, the ball on the ground, he's prone to... Mike Conley... He's like, not great off the Mike dribble. Conley lets the ball go. You don't think it's going to get to your own teammate. You're, you're honestly thinking turnover. I think more. I, I think uh, Donovan Mitchell is more turnover prone than Mike Conley. Now, I would agree with that. 100% agree with that. The other problem I have with this is that Mike Conley, when trying to create his own shot, misses consistently. Okay, here's Boyan Bogdanovich, last five games. Give it to me. In this, they won, they beat Miami, and then they've lost four games since. Okay, last four. So his field goal percentage against Miami, nearly 53%. That's pretty good. Against San Antonio, 23%. Against Houston, 30%. Against Phoenix, 40%. Against Boston, 12.5%. Horrible. Okay, so there's a few struggles. I think they have the pieces. They've just got to mentally... Then what, get it man? Together. Then and, no, like, like what? How come Houston I, I can think come into their to- house and own them? I think maybe they still need to keep tweaking the uh, the lineup. How many times are you going to change the starting lineup before the playoffs start? Hopefully not very many times. Well, obviously we're on a five-game, four-game. What is it? Four-game losing streak. Four-game? 
Adams church ball team right now. I don't, honestly, I swear to life when I say this, I'll take BYU's basketball team over the Jazz basketball team right now. Give me, I mean, look, that, that BYU team just beat number two ranked team in the country, Gonzaga. They, in fact, TJ Haas is a better shooter than Bojan, Donovan, Joe Ingles, my, actually, everybody that starts on the Jazz. Team. He's amazing. TJ Haas. Give is him incredible. a Jazz jersey right now. Thank you. Come, come on. He's this amazing. This is not Jimmer for debt. This is TJ Haas. Yeah, BYU would beat the Utah Jazz in a seven game series, four games to one. No, they wouldn't do that. Oh, I they, just said one. They're game. so amazing. Let's let's just why let's make them Western Conference champions. And right they now. would because here's the, they play team basketball. Zach Selius would lock down Joe Ingles. Yoli Childs would get beat up by Rudy Gobert, but they don't give Rudy Gobert the ball anyway, so who cares? And then they all shoot three, so Rudy Gobert doesn't have a shot in heck. He ain't going to block anything. It's really weird having you try to defend and hype BYU basketball on this station. You mean one of the three, one of the best six-seeded teams in every bracket right now in, the, in that bracketology thing? I like I I know it's crazy, but for how bad the Jazz are playing and how selfish they are playing, BYU basketball. Okay, well, oh, here I'll tell you this: BYU basketball is more enjoyable to watch than Utah Jazz basketball by far. I'd rather sit and watch a BYU game than I watch a Utah Jazz game. Hmm? If they win tonight, I don't think it uh, is anything solved yet. Oh. Uh, I think we have to see how well this team does. If they start to get something figured out here, I think we have to see the proof over a couple of games, especially against tough competition. Yeah, uh, that's. Mm. I mean, it is, and that's the problem. Is the we, I mean, even against tough, tough competition, they're bad. The schedule was has been tough here in the month of February, starting at the end of January it through where wasn't it is. That but it was bad. the way that it was served up for yeah. most of those games were on yeah. Salt Lake. Yeah. Vivint Smart Home Arena, Larry H. Miller Court. They should have been able to get through and win a lot of those. Instead, they're four and eight. Sad, huh? Incredibly sad. Utah Jazz, Washington Wizards tonight. We will not have that game uh, due to Skyview State semifinal basketball. Uh, so you can tune in on TV. What is it like? AT and T crap station channel. Dude, they're they horrible. Do a good job. No, they. I like the AT&T Sports Network. What? Yeah. Bowler? What? Okay, no, no, no. I'm not talking about the broadcast team. I love Bowler. I love TB. My man, Thurl Bailey. I already tell the first time I gave him a hug. Like, you know how tall he is, right? So I, like, Did he, you I give a hug around go. his kneecap or what? No, I grabbed his butt, dude. <laughs> like, bull cheeks. And he's like... And he, like, just, like, hurrying takes a step back. And he, like, looks at me in this, like, disappointing, disapproval father-son look. And I'm like, okay. I apologize. You're a little bit taller than I thought. And I misjudged. And he said... He's like pats me in the arm, which like nearly knocked me over. Okay, Jazz are favored by ten and a half tonight. Do you take uh, the Wizards to cover? Wait, Jazz are favored? Yes. Hell yeah. I mean, heck yeah. Sorry, Gabby. Heck yeah. Sorry, Mister Cuss. I wor- I worry about this one. Bradley Beal was playing out of his mind earlier this week. He wasn't winning games. They just won one the other day. 
Well, Jazz can't guard so, anybody. So. And I worry that the Jazz, they, they allow fringe players to get some confidence and some mojo, yeah. and then they can't shut it down. They can't turn it off. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I think the Wizards cover. In fact, I think the Wizards beat them by five. I think the Jazz rebound. You said that about Boston, too, and then you saw how that went. Yeah, true. Hate being right. All right, got to take a break. Coming back, we'll uh, we'll get into more some sportsing talk. Derek Franson, sports guys. <laughs> hey guys, uh, you guys been uh, talking about? Oh, dude, he came over to me the other day, or no, today, and he's like, "Hey, uh, did you watch the Arizona game last night?" No. What what happened? They were. Uh, I forgot who they were playing, but they won. That's great, sports guy. Yeah. And you know it's just interesting because because they I mean when they played Utah State this year they didn't play Utah State this year. I just I want some intelligence. Got it's always keeping you on your toes. He's, he's always checking to see it's what like you Buzz know. It's like Buzz Lillard. Checking to see what you know. Hello. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools, the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The Fan. Full court press, Eric Franson, LJ Salison, Gab the intern, Adam the intern here in studio. We uh, present them with a little thank you gift as they complete their internship with us. Thank you to Ridgeline and Skyview. That's yummy cake. Oh my gosh, that was, I had to stop. I don't think I've ever tried that. So I've been, I'm on this incredibly like rigorous workout lately, right? And, uh. Where you, you walk from your car to the building and you sit down. No. No, I'm actually going on the treadmill. And you work out your and index I'm running. finger. I get my clicks. six out. No, I'm not like one of those creepers. You go to the mall, walk six thousand steps. I go to the, so I go to the sports academy. Are you a, you're a mall sponsors. walker? What? You're a mall walker? No, no. I I saw one though. There's some old man just buzzing around the freaking. I'm like, okay. oh yeah, you don't mess with the mall walkers. Dude. Don't get in their way. Yeah, man. I dude, he looked like he was in the zone listening to like Kenny Loggins, and just. Highway to the danger zone, dude. Oh yeah, in the mall. Yeah, man. It's he a real was like thing. just going, and I was like, dude, get in his way. You're gonna get ran over. What would have ever happened to those people? Break if the mall hip. closed down. Oh, dude, uh, I would be really sad. I'm actually a big mall guy. I love the mall. I usually go to Buckle uh, and Maurice's and uh, look up the latest fashions. In fact, uh, Gabby and I are still gonna be doing our uh, shopping to go uh, get me some new boots. Give me some new boots. I'm excited. Uh, I found a couple online while I was here at work. But I found a couple online that I love. Seriously, why do I pay you? Okay, dude. It was productive. (laughs) That's how, okay, I was able to start conversations with Gabby's when I was able to go shop for boots. And then Gabby realized I was a cool kid. Utah State takes on New Mexico this weekend. 8 o'clock. You can see it on CBS Sports Network Saturday night. And uh, our sister station, KVNU, they'll be doing the pregame coverage starting at 7. The last regular season game for Utah State. New Mexico, they've they've been in a dive, as we've talked about. And if we, if we have documented this. Uh, when they started Mountain West play, they were still considered a pretty good team. They had a good non-conference. They uh, played some tough teams. Um, they, uh, they, they beat Wisconsin 
earlier in the year. It's a big name. Then they started to get into some shenanigans after the first of the year. Shenanigans. So players were dismissed. Players were in trouble for domestic abuse. And by the way, key players. This isn't like yeah, no like freshmen just sitting on the bench. This is your key guys. Uh, they get into trouble. They're suspended. Eventually, they get kicked off the team. The team comes home from their game at Nevada. They get home late. And instead of going to bed, they go to a house party oh, off unreal. campus Dude, where someone is charging a fee to get into. If we call that. Anyway, at this party, shots are fired. So it, it, there's a lot of discipline problems. Hey, for the Lobos, and they're in the midst of a five-game losing streak. They've lost eight of their last nine. I've got to ask you: Do you think Mike Weir is on the hot seat with all everything that's gone on off the court? I think he is, but I think it's going to be hard for them because he just signed a big contract last year or an extension. So I think they have like three or four more years. And so it's going to be hard for them to get out of it. Some, I think, can say, look, we just had some bad apples. Who came? Some transfers. There were some circumstances that were were bad, and we dealt with it. And we've just got these second and third tier players that we have to rely on. And they just, you know, we are only getting what we can get out of them. Yeah. But at the same time, I think there's also a sense that, look, he's the head coach. He's the one who brought all of these people into his program. So... At the end of the day, he's still responsible for whoever wears that jersey. You but just, I think that with this contract that he already has, it's going to be hard for him to move him this this off season. But the I think the long knives will be out, and he'll be on a very hot seat next year if he doesn't get something figured out. Utah State's won three in a row in this series, Eric. In fact, you know what really surprised me is when I looked at the numbers between New Mexico. You think about the New Mexico teams of the past – and, and how good and dominant they were, especially in the Mountain West Conference. Utah State, Eric, is 26-11 and 11 all-time versus New Mexico. Does that blow your mind at all? Like, I looked at it, I was like, are we sure? And I was like looking through the history of the games and such. We're 26-11. and 11. We've had two streaks. You know, sorry. We've had four streaks of four or more wins in the series. This is like our fifth one of three-plus games. That does blow my mind, but but that's mostly because Utah State really didn't play New Mexico when they were at their peak, at their peak when they yeah. were at their zenith, when it was the pit, when it was the hardest place to play in college basketball. Utah State didn't play them during those years. Uh, they have not been the same team as they used to be and historically known to be. And so, yeah, it, it does surprise me that it's that much in USU's favor. But uh, but certainly not not lately. It doesn't surprise me too much. Uh, let's go ahead and get on with it. Here is Coach Craig Smith with the uh, with the press conference today. As he gets he and his team get ready to go to the pit to face the New Mexico Lobos. Well, the Aggies are coming off a, a very good win on Tuesday night, and and now we got to finish the season on the road against a team that um, in a weird scheduling deal we just haven't seen yet this year. Um, and obviously it works um, both ways, but you know going to the pit is always very very difficult doesn't matter what the records are whatever they have an unbelievable home uh, uh, Home environment, you know their, their fans really get into it and they show out in a great way and so um, 
I know we're going to have, have a big time challenge in front of us and New Mexico is very very talented obviously they've had some um, ups and downs with some personnel and, and, and whatnot and so kind of when you watch them play they've been some they look like different teams depending on who their personnel has been so uh, we got to be on point for a lot of different things they're playing a lot of different guys right now and so we really got to be locked in the personnel um, really got to just be really disciplined and very sound and not let those guys get going because they have some very very talented players that can get going in a, in a quick hurry so uh, but our guys are uh, playing confident and uh, I know they're excited for the opportunity um, to play again on Saturday. What, what would you think is the status of their team right now, the guys that are playing? I mean, it, they, they don't look like they're really playing as well as they played at one stage of the year. Is it all because of the personnel and all, or what? Well, I mean, certainly, and, and honestly, I haven't followed New Mexico as close this year just because I knew we weren't playing them until the last game of the year. <laughs> so it's just been kind of one of those things. But, you know, they lost a couple guys, whenever it was, I don't know, shortly after Christmas, I think. And, and, um, and that, you know, it's just like injuries. Like, it changes your team when you, when all of a sudden you don't have guys available. And so you have to kind of reinvent yourself. And I do feel like the last couple games this week, um, they've, I, I felt like have played well. They just haven't been able to pull out the W. I mean, uh, the other night against the Air Force, um, uh, just kind of hit a little scoring lull there late in the game. And, and weren't able to finish the deal. But we know that stuff can be very, very different when you play at home. Certainly their record at home is, is much, much better um, than it is on the road. So um, I just know what we need to do, and, and we have to have the right mindset um, going in. we got to play and, and play Aggie basketball like we, like we have been doing, I feel like, here in the last month or so. Are they, re are they as much into threes as they were against Air Force? Is, I mean, is that kind of their – they shot a lot against Yeah, them. they did shoot a lot. They, they've shot a lot more here the last couple games. Um, and, and, but I think part of that, too, is some guys are starting to get in a rhythm. You know, what's – they had <coughs> – so not only did they lose the two guys, and uh, Vance Jackson and um, um, Jaquan Lyle were out for however many games. Well, that's their two leading scorers at this point. And so now all of a sudden you have four guys out of the lineup that were mainstays in the lineup and, and impact guys. So now those guys come back, what, last three or four games, four or five games, whatever it's been. Um, so now it changes things. And, and you can certainly see Jackson is really finding his rhythm now and finding a groove and getting more comfortable coming back from, I think it was a knee injury. And Jaquan Lyle just puts a ton of pressure on you in every way, shape, and form. He, can, he has every shot in the book. And um, and so we just got to eliminate them. And make, he's good, they're going to make tough shots. It's just a matter of hopefully making them take a bunch of tough shots. So I don't know. The last couple of games they've certainly been shooting a lot more threes, and and um, we'll see what happens this game. New Mexico did play Air Force really really close. Uh, it was a one point game, but um, it, excuse me, two point game. Air Force won that one, sixty to forty uh, fifty eight. It was at Air Force. Uh, New Mexico has had some games where they've been close to their competition. They played UNLV really close. They've also had some where they've just really fallen flat. So it's hard to know what you're going to get on yeah, Saturday night from this New Mexico team. I'll, I'm, I want to get into the venue just really quickly. Uh, Coach Smith has talked about the venue at nauseum, just how hard it is to play at the pit, how tough it is. He told his team after the game in the locker room, Eric, that no matter how good you are, no matter how bad they are, no matter how good they are and how good you are, that game is never a gimme at the pit. That is an extremely tough place to play. And he said, and he said, it's it, it's extra mile arena in Boise, Idaho, all over again. 
weird things happen. Expect them to happen. Make adjustments, and hopefully they can get out of here with a win. Secure the number two seed for the Mountain West Conference Tournament. Yeah, it, this is not a must-win. It's a can't-lose game yeah, for USU. Yeah, this one they cannot lose at all if they want to keep their outlaw tropes alive. We'll uh, wrap up the first hour of the Full Court Press here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric Franson, Ozzy Salison, Gabby, and Adam, the interns, are here celebrating their end of the internship. As they, have you ever seen Scrubs, right? Where they become from like interns to like doctors or whatever. They have this big celebration. It's kind of like that, but except these guys were given really cool gifts, like cake and, and signed basketballs signed from the ba- Utah Jazz. I never got a signed basketball from my good work with you. Maybe it's because of all those episodes of Office you're watching, or Robin Williams winning an Oscar. It helps me get in the mood to be funny. Okay. Friday five. Best. How, how else would you have got Gabby with Boutte? Friday five best coming up next hour. The best starting five for Utah State men's basketball. Stay tuned for that. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The NFL moved the scouting combine workouts to prime time this year. If you were interested, you could have watched Alabama wide receiver Henry Ruggs III run a blazing 40 last time. It's amazing how they've expanded this event through the years. What used to be an informal meeting of NFL employees and prospects in Indy has become an unofficial football convention, and it's all on TV. The same thing happened to the draft. It used to be in a New York hotel room. Now it's a three-day TV event that moves around. The nation. I'm not sure the combine will ever get that big, but it just goes to show you the demand for pro football is still huge. The NFL keeps coming up with different ways to feed the beast. Guys working out in shorts is interesting to a lot of people. Do we overrate the results of all these drills? Well, of course we do. But hey, it's still a chance to talk football during that long wait after the Super Bowl and before the NFL draft. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.